Hello everyone, it's Mr. Birdman's Movie Reviews. I know that I've been gone for a while. Um, I believe that the last episode that I had was back in August. Hard to believe that it's almost been three months since the last episode, but I wanted just just to go ahead and give y'all an update. Uh, Definitely a lot has been going on uh, in my life uh, these past three months. Um, In August, I sadly had my grandfather pass away um, at the age of 93. Uh, He had definitely been sick since February, um, but I was able to see him over the summer. I got to see him one last time in July. Uh, In fact, our last conversation was about Jeopardy and how he thought that Mayim Bialik was a special host and uh, very smart, witty, and intelligent. So I'm definitely taking comfort at the fact that our last conversation was about Jeopardy, and I will miss him dearly. Um, I also got to pay respects to my friend Danny. Uh, If you've been following my podcast for a while, um, you'll remember that I paid tribute to her uh, in my Home Alone episode, as well as my Harriet the Spy episode. Um, So I got to pay my respects and visit her grave and and, and basically just, uh, you know, pay my respects to her. And it was a wonderful thing. Um, I've also been taking a break from dating. Um, I've been on a break for actually almost four months now. Uh, my last date was in July. To make a long story short, it didn't go as well as I'd hoped. Um, but at the same time, there has definitely also been some unwanted stress. Um, the past few years, um, uh, I have been very fortunate and very lucky to have parents who don't pressure me into dating or even marriage or even having kids. Um, not to say that the pressure is still there, but I think that's mostly just pressure on on myself. And I think we're our own worst critics out there, everybody. And uh, we all tend to put pressure on, their, on ourselves, even when it's not necessarily needed. Um, I know this past October, um, it was a scary movie season. And ever since about the age of 12, um, I've always been fascinated with horror films. The first time that I got introduced to the genre was um, when I was 12 years old, and I watched the AFI's 100 Years, 100 Thrills, AFI being the American Film Institute, where they talked about the scariest movie moments ever. Uh, I believe number one was Psycho, I want to say two or three was Jaws, and Alien I know was in there, and so was The Exorcist. Um, I think I, like at the time, like myself and like a lot of other people, I mean, we just like being scared. We scream, we jump, we laugh, and then we go home. Uh, As of late, I've not really been into scary or horror films as of late. Uh, Ever since I've been growing in my faith the last few years, um, it just feels strange to me like watching people like getting killed or even getting tortured. Um, My decrease of or lack of interest in horror films actually began in May of 2021. Um, At the time, uh, the the Saw film or spinoff film Spiral was about to come out and I bought the Saw films uh, to prep uh, for the new one. It started all the way from part one up until Jigsaw. But I gotta be honest, after Saw 2, it really did feel like a chore to finish the series. Um, and I ended up selling the, uh, the box set for around 20 bucks. Um, then recently, I also decided to start the uh, Dahmer or the Jeffrey Dahmer series on Netflix. Um, and while the acting I thought was very 
uh, powerful and intense, it was a real, real difficult watch. Um, I had watched documentaries in the past about Jeffrey Dahmer, and I knew, like, you know, the type of crimes that he committed and how he was like and in his psyche as a person. Um, and I was able to handle those fair, fairly well. Uh, but episode six uh, was about as far as I got. And if you have watched the series, you know exactly what I'm talking about with episode six. Um, I, it was very creative, the way of the storytelling, but at the same time, it was very sad. Um, I won't spoil it for those who have not watched the series. Um, now I'm a little bit more, more cautious about what I watch. Um, and the content that I do take in um, as not only a lover of film, but also as a reviewer of this podcast. Um, I wanted to watch uh, Blonde, um, the film about Marilyn Monroe, which, fair, which just to let y'all know, it's based on a fictional biography about Marilyn Monroe's life. So it's not an accurate portrayal of her life. It's a fictional uh, biography meaning that a lot of the stuff that's written in the book didn't necessarily happen um it uh for those who have been paying attention there uh, it has been getting a lot of polarizing very polarizing reviews um and there's a lot of graphic material that i've read about that goes on in the film which is way too dark for me to go over in 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 this in this episode Thank goodness for the IMDb app. Special thanks to uh, one of my buddies for introducing me to that app. So that way I could figure out, you know, like what's in an episode, in a movie or what's not in a movie and how much I can handle. Um, I also have found some horror films like, you know, over time, I also have found some horror films to be extremely or highly overrated. Um, growing up when I was a kid, some of the prime examples I remember when I was about nine or ten, um, two films that it seemed horror films that you know some people did talk about a lot that were overrated to me was uh, Bride of Chucky and Halloween H2O. I, I can still remember vividly being in like the fourth grade and um, one of my classmates saying oh yeah I watched Bride of Chucky for like the fifth time last night or something. It wasn't until I got into my early 20s that I watched Bride of Chucky and I was like really this is like the big film that everybody was like hyping and praising over the years uh like to me i honestly thought bride of chucky was like one of the worst in the series but that's just me if you love bride of chucky that's perfectly fine more power to you um same with halloween h2o i mean growing up i had always heard that it was like one of the best entries in the series and when i watched it i was like oh it was okay, but I mean, I think really the entire film of Halloween H2O was just based on like those last 20 minutes, which I do have to agree. The last 20 minutes of Halloween H2O are very entertaining and they're very thrilling. But if you like Halloween H2O, don't let my take on it uh, or, or my little review or little thoughts stop you from loving the film. Uh, if anything, I'm more envious at the fact that people are able to enjoy certain uh, certain horror films. Um, but I actually have uh, ha have to say that there are some uh, very very underrated horror films in my in my view. One of them uh, was being Doctor Sleep, which for those who don't know, it was a sequel to The Shining, um, and it definitely was its own thing. And it had a perfect amount of nods to the original without it being fully overblown. So if you have watched The Shining. Um, and you'll see like little Easter eggs and little throwbacks. Um, and 
and, and, and it's nice. It had that good balance of being connected with the original. Now, if you've seen the trailer for Dr. Sleep, you'll notice that like a lot of the trailer um, had like a lot of references to The Shining. Minor spoiler, but all of that stuff and connections with The Shining, that all happens in the last hour, in the last uh, 50 minutes. And I think by knowing that, I think you'll be okay me because the film does a good job of standing on its own. Um, another horror film that I find to be extremely underrated and overlooked is The Babadook, which is a horror film based in Australia. It tackles a lot of deep subjects such as grief and depression and how it can affect someone, but also how you can learn to overcome it as well as control it. Um, so those are uh, you know, my take on, on horror films. Um, I definitely would also like to try uh, for future episodes some new formats. Um, I definitely still want to continue to um, uh, uh, continue to do uh, my usual reviews of giving out trivia and my own personal experience uh, with certain films. Um, but definitely to try and keep the channel more interesting, I certainly want to try some new formats or different types of reviews. One of them is to maybe do like a top 10 list of certain films. Um, maybe for those that really wouldn't wouldn't have a lot of time to be like one episode. Um, but some but some examples um, that I have been thinking about as far as the top 10 list goes, which I'll have to think about. Uh, one of them would be like, a, you know, top 10 films that surprised me, uh, meaning that like films that like I had little to no expectation for um, and then they they just blew me away or they were better than what I thought they were going to be. Um, another list on the opposite of that would be uh, 10 top 10 uh, films that disappointed me. Um, so maybe films that like, you know, I was you know anticipated to see, very excited to see, but then I was like let down at the end of the day. So I think those would be some really, you know, uh, lists to do. Um, I definitely would like to also branch out into maybe like uh, different topics or again, other different type of, uh, of reviews. Uh, one one series that like I've kind of been thinking about, but I'm not sh- exactly sure how I would format it, but maybe talk about uh, films that became a franchise, but didn't necessarily need to be a franchise. Um, case in point, um, which I'll probably won't have time uh, to do uh, this year, but I'll give you an example. How many of you love the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen? Most people do. How many people like the sequels? Not very many. And if and if you haven't really been uh, been following along. On Disney Plus, um, as of this recording in about two weeks, there's going to be a limited series called The Santa Clauses. Um, yeah, where Tim Allen is going to be reprising his role as Scott Calvin slash Santa Claus again for a limited series. Um, usually, generally, um, I-, I know that the Santa Claus sequels um, has its fans. Me, I'm kind of mixed on them. I mean, part two, I can I can tolerate. Uh, but part three is definitely the weakest in the series, at least to me. So that's just an example of like a topic or maybe an idea of, um, uh, of, of videos that I myself would definitely like to do. So yeah, films that became a series, but didn't exactly need to be a series. Um, it, uh, uh, but let me ask you guys, um, are there, is there a certain film that you felt that, you know, shouldn't have been a series, should have just been one movie? I think that would definitely be a very interesting topic uh, to to take to take on, um, but 
I promise y'all I will definitely have two more um, two more reviews before the end of the year is out. We got Thanksgiving uh, coming up right around the corner. And then, of course, we also have Christmas. Uh, if you follow me on Facebook and or Twitter, um, I got something really exciting uh, to do for Christmas. Uh, going to be reviewing Batman Returns. Um, I originally was going to do that in June to celebrate its 30th anniversary. But then I was like, nope. This has got to be Christmas. Um, And yes, Batman Returns is a Christmas movie. So, and it's also the 30th anniversary. And plus, it will give me a excuse to talk about Christopher Walken. So I'm very excited to, so I'm very excited for that. Um, Anyway, just wanted to give y'all some thoughts and updates as to what's been going on in my life. Thank y'all so much for being patient with me uh, as the reviews have been coming out a little bit more slowly this year. Um, But you guys are the best. And uh, thank y'all so much. Thanks for listening. This is Mr. Birdman signing out. Time to move on.